Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, so I already ran a bit, so I'm going to just resume the run, Keeper. Yeah, we begin again. We're running. It's September. It's um. It's it's just like old times. We're going down the Patland Way. I'm waiting for you to run down the to run down the path there from Finsbury. Yep, yep. I'm drunk. Incredible. (laughs) (laughs) I got this memory in my head of you not that long ago saying the thing is. Yeah, I don't really drink anymore. Just a, just a sip. I've kind of seen my way through it now. I mean, it's just like you kind of live your way into a new way of thinking. Uh. So I'm going to ask you about this. But first of all, just reporting, we are going up the Parkland Walk in light rain. It's our first venture into woods since the uh, uh, Dalby Forest disaster. So right. you're not, we're not going to get lost. No, we? we know where we're going. We know, yeah, we know Hope, where we're going. Hopefully it won't affect the sound as well. Should be fine. So, um, but anyway, why the hell are you so full of booze? Well, it's old uh, Two Bottle Sunday. Right. The re-emergence. Yeah, yeah. And um, we went for an afternoon meal at a mate's house. Uh, yeah, yeah. Editor of Runner's World. <laughs> lovely fella. Really nice. Yeah, yeah. Him and his wife. And Massive baby. drinker. I don't know. Well, he, like, he, he doesn't mind a booze. <laughs> but you could tell by the end, even he was starting to get a bit worried. <laughs> and then... <laughs> We drove there. The idea, ah, the idea was, I don't want to run the idea was Rachel was going to drive back, but then of course by about half five we decided it wasn't a good idea. We're ringing Scooterman, but we decided not to use Scooterman. Do so they got, still have Scooterman? I think. Well, actually, Scooterman said we're not called that anymore. We're called Drive It and Leave It or whatever or some yeah, some yeah, something, yeah. some some acronym. And also, you're bad. Yeah, and also. We're really expensive, so you don't, in fact, want to use us. <laughs> so we didn't. So we've, we've got, we've basically left the car outside their house. We've got to collect. It's in normal shenanigans after, <laughs> after an afternoon's boozing. <laughs> got home, fairly drunk. What time? Well, we got home about half six, and then yeah. we just plundered on into the evening, you know. Yeah. And just drank some more. That's the trouble, isn't it? Once you started. Yes. Once you pop. Started in the afternoon. Although, Woo. when did you open that second bottle? Well, I mean. <laughs> The second, we had four bottles between the four of us 
during the meal. Right, right. So, and then we came back and bought another bottle. Which actually could well be more than one each for you. Yeah, because Rachel wasn't drinking that much. Right, right. So I think I've drank over two bottles of wine. Then on the way back from Odbin, on the way back, we got the Uber to stop at Odbin's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was wondering if the drink was in the house or you... No, you sourced it. (laughs) In more ways than one. Yeah. We sourced it. And so, and so we. Uh, well, was she still not drinking that much when you got in? No, she was drinking. She was in, she was involved by then. <laughs> good, good. And we jumped. We, so we, that peer pressure from you, basically. We bought a bottle ooh, and ooh, a half. Oh, to you, to you. Oh, oh nice. Season started. Oh, oh nice. Lovely touch. Oh, oh. Nice pair football. Pair football. Oh, interception. Just a bit of pair football. Oh, I'm like a proper footballer. We're now off. I'm going to be- yeah. betray my pregnant wife. It's a Wayne Rooney job. He's in trouble again, isn't he? So we got a bottle and a half. From Odbin shared the bottle, and then Rachel did her old fall asleep trick, <laughs> leaving me with the uh, and that's magic, leaving me with the half bottle yeah, yeah, to yeah. polish off, which I duly did. What was the time when she fell asleep? About nine. She fell asleep about half nine ten, <laughs> and I just rattled off another half. And you didn't? You haven't been to, to bed? Went to bed. I don't. Feel, that I, damn broke into Odbin's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> went back. Thought, let's make a night of it. <laughs> Grab me fire arm. Look at this guy, like you in the red, he's coming out of the mist. That's incredible. That's God. a nice picture, actually, isn't it? It looks lovely. That's really great. It's it is a nice it. feeling, isn't it, today? If, uh, yeah. Light. Well, it's not cold. Light rain. No, it's not cold. We, oh, sorry. And we it's went not. into the uh, Globe Theatre last night. Right. And took the older kids to take so many clothes because we thought sitting still on this grey day. Yeah. We'd get cold, but we didn't. Yeah. And this morning, I've worn a... Morning! <laughs> what did you see? Um, we saw much to do, but nothing. And this right. morning, I wore a, a sort of j- running jumper, sweatshirt. Yeah. Nice. And when I, by the time I got to you, it was so hot. Yeah, it's still... It is nice, yeah. Beautiful conditions. Very nice. So, yeah, we saw much to do, but nothing. Good fun? It, it was really excellent. Right. Enjoyed it a lot. That's great. Really. Yeah, because I love much to do about that. Theatre of a Sunday. I've never, because you know I used to work, used to do Shakespeare. Yes. For a job. Yes. Uh, but I've never, I've always, I studied much to do about nothing and I've done loads of stuff with it, but I've never directed it or been involved in the production. And, uh, and that was all a very long time ago. And just seeing it last night, just, I mean. Made you realise what the. Well, they what they're really, doing wrong. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Made me realise what they were doing right. I mean, it's yeah. an excellent production. Yeah. And I love the play anyway, but equally, once you're watching, you think, wow, they did such good stuff with all the difficult bits. Yeah. And they did all the bits that are wonderful, brilliantly. And it just, it was just such a great telling of this play, and I really, really appreciate it. I kind of pretty much cried all the way through. That's great. Man. I'm so happy and excited. That's fantastic. And yeah. sober. I was sober. What a good evening. <laughs> Because I stopped drinking on September the 1st, you see. Oh, yeah, you've stopped. Which is Friday. Yeah. So Good for you. I'm three days in. Yeah. That's and great, you. though, isn't it? It's great at the start. Considering how much beer I had in August, that is quite a Yeah. Cheap. It's just kind of crept in a little bit with me. I think part of it is because, unlike you, I don't have an event. Yeah. You need an event, don't you, to stop you boozing when you booze as much as us. As yeah. a kind of reflex. Yeah, yeah, As a yeah. kind of way of life. You need Training something else. Training is a really yeah. good way to yeah, yeah. trick yourself into yeah. leaving the thing alone. Yeah. But equally, you're quite healthy because you do it all on a Sunday. I mean, I think even if I saw you on Wednesday, you'd be all right again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was drinking every day. The problem is Rachel's decided to start taking Mondays off now. Right. Because she always used to end up hungover on a Monday morning. Right, that's good. At work. But this it's is only going to make it worse. It's, exactly. It makes, it's kind of reverse It's kind logic. of sanctioned. She's leaning into the, the wind. Sunday, the Sunday booze up. Yeah. 
Brilliant. Well, it's all right. Well, First world problems. Conversely, I have to say, I gave it beer. That's it, because yeah. I've got to keep the weight down with the yeah. injury. But um, I did say, right, that's it. I'm not drinking anymore. And then I remembered that today was my mum's birthday, and she's coming down. So I have It'll be a bit of instigated the... Uh, the uh, Martini uh, Monday. Martini Monday still right. exists. So if I want to drink something incredibly strong and not too calorific, as long as it's Monday, I'm allowed. Yes. But I put that in right from the start so that there's no... So I'm not breaking the, any rules. You're not lapsing. And if I do do that tonight, the real challenge, and it will be a real challenge... Is tomorrow. We'll be stepping back onto the wagon tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. But we'll see. And how's your foot? I noticed there's a bit of favouring going on, isn't there? Yeah. No, not too much, but there's a bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, this is a limp. Yeah. But it's a pretty subtle one, isn't it? Yeah. I went for a... This is only my third run. There was a little right. run the other day. And the main thing then was see how see how I am two days later, you know. Right. And absolutely fine is the answer to that. Yeah. And then I went for... I ran about five miles later on in the week. And... I thought, just run as at the speed your body wants to run, you know. Right. I found I was going slow. Yeah. By any kind of slow training pace. Right. You know, I wasn't crawling by any means. I was kind of going at my normal slow, or right. on my own pace. Okay. And the only thing about it was, you just noticed yourself running in this weirdly defensive way. Yeah. I mean, you can't see it now because I've got my phone in my hand for photos, but I was... What you affected Joe your body. My hand. Right. And so I, I put the phone in the other hand, see if it happens. I'm going to fake it up. But when I'm worried about where my foot's going to go, I start. You start, oh, start oh, going like that. Right, <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Really? Monarchy! And I didn't point this out to my wife. And she said, oh, yeah, well, you do do that. I said, what do you mean? She said, well, when we were in the Lake District, basically, all the time I was hiking up the mountains. Yeah. I was kind of pointing at my foot. Like right. This. Like that. Yeah, yeah. She chose not to tell Injured. me this. Yeah, yeah. This is the foot. Yeah. Look, everyone. So I'm going to get a hand selfie whilst running. This is. I wouldn't normally run like that, would I? I mean, it's not no. the kind of referred pain you'd expect. That's how the hand goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was quite nice seeing that old bloke, though. He was on a bit of a. I think our neighbour does that. It was a sort of jog meets ramble. He he actually calls it jambling. Our neighbour. <laughs> that's good. He was a this guy. A th- very I think small. This is third time as well. I think he's gone down and up and he's going down again. Right. Okay. So he's putting the miles. So a kind of slow joggy rambly cadence. And you've had some car problems this morning, have you? Well, yeah. I mean, I can't. Uh, I'm fine running on this foot, but I can't drive on it. Right. And. Um, We've had this That's hard work, isn't it? We walked into this car shop yeah. in mid-June and said, <laughs> "I remember that." Listen, our car's going going to lose its MOT, and rather than spending loads of money, we'd like a new car. Yeah. And they said, "Yeah, we've got a lovely new car for you." Yeah. We'll have it for you by the end of the month. This is the number plate. This is what colour it is. Brilliant. It's quite expensive. We said, "That's okay. We'll just get that because very convenient." You've got yeah, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. So we'll give you a Invest in the car. car. Yeah. And then. They found us a week later and said, yeah, that car you just thought you bought off us. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Oh. I said, oh, I've come in and given you my old car and taken your courtesy car. And they said, yeah, we'll be in touch. Have you given them some money? And they've never. Yeah, we right. have. Right. And, uh, yeah, so, and then they started going quiet, you know, not returning phone calls or emails. And right. Then, you know, so, and we keep saying, it's just, we want to give them money. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. They gave me a courtesy car, which I've used all summer. Yes. But it isn't, you know, it's not the car we wanted. 
So what? Anyway, so what happened to the car you wanted? Um, Someone else got it. Well, they've got this thing. He keeps. I'm a little bit sick of him telling me because they draw down these um, briefly used second-hand cars from this car leasing place. Right. It's like, well, they don't, do they? Yeah. Not if they don't get them. Yeah. It's like a fiction. He might as well have told yeah. me they come from space. Yes. Because yeah. they haven't got any cars. They come from no place. Yeah, yeah. But so we sell part or used cars. Do you? Do you, though? Yeah. Because you ain't got none. I think they were thrown off that we were fussy about the colour. Right. We wanted a nice, subtle grey one. Yeah. He said, oh, we haven't got it. We've got this bright blue one. We said, we don't want it. Right. And they were like, oh. And I don't think they've got another... I don't think they've got anywhere else to go. Yeah. Anyway, so I went there today. Having, I've decided that I need to drive a lot less, both on this toe right. and in my life. Generally. Because of what the roads are like. Yeah. And uh, Because the roads and, uh, are because of constantly... Medical advice. It's just, right. you know, like, you, can, you know what it's like coming home down here one these days. It's closed. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, but also my toe. I mean, it just, last week the running was absolutely fine and the driving was just killing it. Right. So I want to do New York. Yeah. I've got to cut driving. And meanwhile, my wife, who's the one who's going to be buying the car, said, yeah, I don't want it anymore. Right. You know, we were buying it for a couple of family holidays and for my work. Yes. So, you know. I, and now we're not going. I went there today and said, here's your courtesy car. Yeah. We don't want the car anymore. And he went, oh. But, you know, <laughs> you wait 10 weeks, life yes, changes. Yes, yeah, of course. Of we course. don't need your car. We live in space now. So Everything's changed. So, in a way, it's great because you've had 10 weeks of a free car. You say that, but right. they, they, I mean, it's quite good value for a higher car, but I think if I was doing that, I would have borrowed one. Right. They've had a, a fairly hefty deposit from us. Right, okay. And a car. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah of course, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. So I think yeah, it's they're true. doing okay. It's going to be okay. I mean, I'm much happier chasing them for some money back yeah. than I am chasing them for a for an expensive car we no longer want. Yeah. But, so this on the lead, other hand, still this leads the, you. The, the, the dialogue is going to continue because I'm be phoning up and saying, so you're going to give us some money? So you're going to give us some money? So you're right. going to give us some money for another 10 weeks? Yeah. So that could be fun. And this st- still leads you without a motor. That's right. And then, I, you know, this weekend I'm supposed to uh, go to Bournemouth and Portsmouth yes. on Friday. Yeah. Red car on Saturday. Right. And then run the Great North Run and drive back on Sunday. So, okay. Well, that's right. in my car. Yeah. I'm going to have to slightly change that plan. Yeah. You're going to have to. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to do that. Well, do you know what? And I think we, I texted you about this because yeah. I really. I was right. I still haven't decided. That's the other thing my wife said. It says you don't need to decide about the Great North Fund until you know, you know? Right. But equally, you know, this is. Listeners, you're maybe listening to this. If you listen to this fresh, we're just days away from the thing. Yeah. We've so I'm going to have to... And I had decided to not away. do it, basically. Right. But then when I realised that I'd simultaneously made the decision to stop driving, and I realised that maybe if I'm not driving... You might do it. The running might be okay. Right. I just suddenly thought, am I not doing the Great North Run? Because I'm worried about running, about driving back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just don't know. So we'll do this run. Right. But in life, I'm going to do... Less drive. Less driving. Less of the stuff that hurts my foot that isn't running. Right. And start to just focus up on training towards New York. And in terms of... When you say less driving, so does that mean you're going to be one of those guys who takes a train to gigs and stays over? Yes, I am going right. to be. I've been that guy before. Right. And, uh, What's it like being that guy? It's, it's depressing in a different way. 
Because <laughs> you wake up somewhere you don't want to be. You wake up in Wakefield. Yes. That's right. With all due respect to people who live in Wakefield. Lovely, wonderful great place. Wonderful part of the country. My house isn't there and not yeah. my children. Yes. <laughs> and not only that, you've got to wait for the first train. It'll take you back and it's always not always that early. And also, there isn't really a gig in Wakefield anymore. It's a bad example. Yeah. But somewhere, yeah. it could be anywhere. It could be anywhere that's not home, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It could be Rotterdam or anywhere. Yes, yes. Yeah. I will, though, bad example, because there isn't really a gig in Rotterdam anymore. There probably will be by the time. Yeah, absolutely. Talking of gigs, did you have any before the great um, drinking disaster of September uh, 2017? Yes, I did. I, uh, oh, I'm talking, talking about driving. Ooh. I had a nightmare on Saturday. Oh, no. Absolute nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> you <had> Absolute nightmare. <laughs> People are going to run to help us. <laughs> Okay, we are in Queenswood, by the way, and it's gorgeous. It is beautiful, yeah. We love Queenswood. Yeah, here he goes. This is Paul Tonkinson running. Oh, he's running into that bit. And there car, there's cars in that view. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Look at him running into the woods. Tonkinson, seen in the wild, moving through the woods like a limber gazelle. We had... Uh, oh. Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. We had. I had two gigs on Saturday booked. I had the Covent Garden and then Bearcat Double Up. Right. Uh, Bearcats in Twickenham. Twickenham, yeah. Which is London, and but blooming miles London, away. London, a little bit away. And then, for some, I did someone a favour. It all started to go wrong when, I'd start, when I agreed to do someone a favour. Never do anyone a favour. There you go. Because I was... Uh, What's that lesson then? I was meant to do Covent Garden first and then Twickenham. Yeah. Then the promoter gives me a ring and says, can you switch because someone else wants to go, can't do it, wants to go on later. You, you don't have to, but you'd be doing them a favour. Yeah, yeah. So I said, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do them a favour. <laughs> I'll go to Twickenham first. Right. And then Covent Garden, which is always going to be tight. Look at these acorns. Look at that. You have to ask yourself how autumn it could be. And the answer yeah, would be none more autumn. Sorry, so you're doing no, some so favour? No, so I drove, I set off to Twickenham. I got really snared up at the foot of the North Circular. Yeah. Because I've closed that flyover. Right, the closer oh fiber that yes. takes you over Brent Cross. Yeah, have you, have you been caught up in that? No, I haven't done it, but I heard about it. Absolute disaster. It's an, well, like, absolute bad, nightmare. There's better traffic right across West London. I think it's all connected. Yes, yeah. So knock on. So that so that took it took me an hour and a half longer than it would have done. Lost the gig at uh, Covent Garden. Oh, just just cancelled it. Oh, well, I couldn't get to both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was on the way to Twickenham, so I just went there. Yeah, yeah. And the gig in Twickenham was lovely, but it's like I lost 150 quid yeah. for the gig. Yeah. Um, which is about how much we get normally get paid at the gigs on a Saturday night. I'm <laughs> <laughs> pleased to. Pleased to be earning a pittance for our trade. Oh, it's been some trouble online because it's a very hip, proper gig. In fact, I saw two famous TV, young TV comedians pictured outside it saying, great gig at this gig. Yes. And uh, it's, it's, people, audiences don't pay to get in. Yes, it's a free gig. What kind of business model is that? Yeah, it's I know. It's always work. Yeah, I know. It's it's changing times, isn't it, for some It's funny because um, uh, Dave Jones of uh, I... Daniel Blake, Dan, I Daniel Blake, fame. Is, Philip you know, Star. He's always moaning on about it. Ultimately, his most, his strongest political position is never mind the austerity Britain. Wages on the circuit going down and down and down. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a point. He has got a point. Yeah. yeah. Although uh, he's also probably got a few quid. What with yeah. all them Oscars and stuff. Yes. Well, you'd hope so. Yeah. <laughs> now that I don't need the wedge anymore, it's going down. <laughs> but on, but on the, uh, on the way there, I started speeding up. Yeah. Driving. Flash, flash! Oh no! Flash, <laughs> flash! So, so what you're so, telling me is so, that it was a negative. Equity. It was one of those. 
but not only that, I've, I've, I've had a look online. And now there's a new speeding fine system where you can get fined up to a week's wages. Ooh. And that's an average week's wages. In a way, that could end up For each profession. Good. No, but for your profession. Because I was just going to say, on that night, they could end up owing you money. Yeah, I mean, but if you earn negative 75 quid... I know, but it won't work out Just like get that. onto the highways agency. Yeah, just say this week. Which set week the camera off, you owe me 80 pounds. Which week in question. <laughs> but if it's an average week, yeah. then that could cost me a bit of money. <laughs> so that was a good night. <laughs> Let it go. I did that. It's funny because it always seems to be... Maybe it is actually connected the way you're driving across and everything. Because I did a gig in Wales yeah. on a Sunday. And... It wasn't much fun. I thought it was going to be, and it wasn't. Well, the gig wasn't that much fun. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. This was a while back. Yeah. It was an improv gig. Right. And the audience were a bit kind of, I can't handle it, basically. Kind of a bit of a panic about... About people improvising. Yeah, exactly. There's this one of it to me. They want us to go, nom, 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 nom. Give us your jokes. Well, it was Wales. Yeah. So Give us your jokes, boy. <laughs> just a. Uncanny. Just a <laughs> yeah. Is that Paul something Welsh? <laughs> Get Paul as a Welshman. So, in the so, woods. so you got. Uh, yeah, so me and John Hastings were getting in the car. Oh, that's right, we went to get paid. Very squidgy there, was that? Extra squidgy. You alright? Yeah, I just think, I think it was. It was just poo. a bit squidgy. Just think it was poo. Oh, really? It could have been poo. Well, I never mind. Yeah. Um, just suddenly much more squidgy under that foot. Yeah. That Nice. So, thought I was getting. I, it turned out the wages were seventy-five percent of what I thought they were going to be. Oh. Just because I'd done that gig before oh. in a different town. Right. Like, oh no, it's less here. Oh no, we pay less here. Oh, I see. Okay, thanks very much. Yeah. So put that cash in my pocket. Got on the motorway. Got a speed camera. Too. Because, you're, because you're spending much less on petrol and food than you used to, and yeah. general cost of living are going so much further down, we decided to pay you less. And this is actually further away, so it's cost you more. <laughs> and then there's a speed camera, and suddenly, yeah, you do. Oh. It all happens at once. Suddenly, you're just. It's almost like those gigs where you're already thinking, I shouldn't have bothered coming out tonight. Yes. They're, That's they're, when you're, you're most vulnerable. Fate doubles down. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's why it's important to never leave the house. <laughs> well, it is. If you stay inside, they can't get to you. You do have to oh, thank cameras. You. you do have to thank you. Remind yourself that we do what we do and it's fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, the gigs are amazing. But you do have to remind yourself of that quite hard sometimes. Yes. I just can't stand driving. I'm just done with it, you know. I've just done enough. And it's a shame because you need well, to. Well, it, it's going to. It I mean, I think the toe and the. The toe's compounded it, hasn't it? But it's yeah. a wake up call. Yes, yeah. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks. I actually. We don't just passed the young family in the Jurassic Very Park nice. end of Queenswood, by the way. Very nice. Do you what's going on? Nice there? scene. I actually don't mind some aspects of driving. I like travelling. I, li- I, I like travelling when I'm enjoying travelling. You know what I mean? If you can kind of pick and choose. Yeah. But I've really actually, in the courtesy car this summer, it's got a digital radio. Right. Which has been just an absolute godsend. But in the end... You've had a great deal. Because I'm all over the old six music, you see. I love that stuff. Yeah. And uh, it really refreshes my whole attitude to music. It's a big thing in my life. Yeah. But actually, it was a classic... um, it's a bit like getting drunk, you know. I got the car, I got six music. Oh, this is amazing! This is what it'd be like to have a car with a digital radio. Yeah. Did it for a fortnight. Let's just drive. I just suddenly remembered that, you know, basically the flavour of that chewing gum went away. 
Yes. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's right. I still hate driving. Yeah. <laughs> I love music, but I still can't physically walk after driving. That's right. Oh, God, and it hurts. The, that's the other thing, getting technical about it. Running is not giving me, it's not giving me referred pain. Right. Because as you can see, I think this limp is not enough of a limp to knock anything out. Yes. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah, running yeah. pretty straight. I mean, fundamentally, yeah. Yeah. I had this real little epiphany last week. It's kind of obvious. That toe, the funny one that's broken, yeah. the one that the doctor and the masseur went, at, yeah. it's, it's useless. It doesn't actually do much. It doesn't no. do much. Yeah. So, I agree. Some so toes are useless, yeah. Yeah, that's right. What a waste of time. So I'm not... Anyway, but driving is killing my whole leg. Right. I was on up to this wherever I went as far away the other day when I made the decision. Um, it's my knee. Just killing me. I couldn't right. get out of the car and I couldn't walk. So... There we go. Pain, isn't it? So I'm going to run to all my gigs. Yeah, you're going to run to Redken. I'm going to run to you. Should be fine. When the feeling's right, I'm going to run all night. I'm going to probably run all the next day. Still not get to Redken in time for the gig. So, you, so you, your wife's going to choose a car? Well, if I... Are you not, even going to have a car? I think we'll take our time. Oh! And then we might go electric. That would... That would really do my head in. That's the kind of crazy talk we're talking about. Yeah. But then equally, I was talking to her, quite serious conversation. Yeah. About changing my... Uh, Lifestyle. Working scenario. Yeah. And then apparently my son took her to one side and said, is daddy going to change his job? Yeah. And I was aware yeah. that, that, you know, they really dine out on the fact that I'm a comedian. Yes. It's cool. It's cool <laughs> so, for the kids. Yeah. So, and, but I, I totally agree. Yeah. So, mate, no, God, I love it. So that was good. That's really good. They're very focusing, the kids, aren't they? Well, you forget, you forget how cool kids think being a comic is. Yeah. And also how sharp they are in life. They've, yeah. Their positive attitude, you know, sometimes it is, of course, by necessity, naive. Yes. But equally, it's good to hear it. Yeah, you need it every now and again. Look at this, look ahead. Gorgeous. Oh, that is beautiful. We've gone out of Queenswood into Highgate Wood. This is a... It's nice to have a bit of rain, isn't it? Just freshen you up. It's beautiful. Sticking with um, Foot Report. Yeah. This is good because I've slightly got the fear of unstable surfaces. And right. This is, I mean, it's so nice. It's so London. But we've got a few bits and bobs, yeah. a few changes of camber. Just to mess around with really it a little problem. bit. It's three weeks in. We're three weeks from the injury. Nine weeks out from New York. And you're looking at New York, then? I'm definitely going to do New York. Right. Unless something goes horribly wrong. Everything I'm doing now is with a view <laughs> to doing putting myself in a position where I can do New York. Right. And thanks to anyone who's been in touch. Well, it's some nice advice. The main thing, people have been really supportive. And also just saying, reminding me to bear in mind my base level fitness. Yeah, you're not coming from nothing. I'm not coming from nothing. Yeah. And it's funny with running because... Because I do all the other exercises, you know. If you don't do your press-ups, if you don't do your planking, then you immediately get rubbish at them. Right. Like straight away. Yeah. Which in itself is quite fun. It's like, it's like a nice challenge. Yeah. Because you know start you can again. get back up. Yeah. But running's much slower release than that. You can, you can leave off for a fortnight and come back and not feel a massive difference. No, you're right. But you can't, sometimes it can help. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you can come back a little bit faster after a prolonged, well, let's say, 10-day break. Right? Yeah. Have a few runs, and then you're just zipping along. We're not good enough at resting. That's the thing, because we obsessively run. I think it's interesting talking to... Remember when we talked to Joe Warner from Men's Fitness? Yeah. And, you know, these... I've got to go for um, These uh, muscle exercise guys... 
the new um, dogma, yeah. for want of a better... Orthodoxy? <laughs> orthodoxy. Yeah. Is um, to do basically as little as possible. You train really hard. Right. But once you've pushed yourself, you stop. Right. You know, and with running, we're not as good at that, are we? No. Are you going to just wait? I'll just wait, mate. You go for it. Enjoy yourself. So, Steve, um, um, nice music, please, over that. None of your flushing. No flushing. (laughs) Something really good. Something ensemble. Something incidental. Yeah, yeah. of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify plus they accept most insurance plans To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Did you take some photos? No, I didn't take any photos. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it, is, it was really nice between people's encouragement and my own um, uh, experience. Yeah. I just realized that I can still run. It's not all magically falling away from me. I've been really heartening. Having said that, and I know we've been <laughs> preaching the values of moderation. Yeah. It's amazing how quick you can run. In the middle of really heavy training periods as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Do you know oh, what I mean? Like, like, like when you're training really hard, like before London last year, I'd be, like in my highest mileage week, yep. I ran faster in a five-mile race than I've run before for five miles. And yeah, was, absolutely. Because your, body, your body's in this kind of different sort of semi-lunatic zone yeah, of fitness. Yeah, you've got this kind of warm gearbox. Yeah, absolutely. All my yeah. good um, parkrun times in recent, in recent, uh, in the last couple of years are um, come from a kind of run... Either run miles and miles and miles on the Friday. Right. Or literally run, you know, run the best part of 10 miles to the park. Right, right. And then suddenly you change up a gear. Yeah. And you do a run that if you just hadn't run all week, yes. you wouldn't be able to match. You just wouldn't be able to do Yeah, that. so you're right. It's, it is such a... There's such it's balance, isn't it? Sands, aren't yeah, there's, a, there's, there's advantages to both. I mean, basically, 
it's good if you manage to get so many runs in, you can still chill out and not worry too much about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But enjoying those really fit stages as well. Is I still feel really kind of spiritual about things as well. I mean, I just think that you've got to... You've got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. I've got way expressing it, Paul. Do you want to hear it? I Go think on it's then. really going to make you think. Go on then. When life hands you lemons, yep. you've got to make lemonade. Make lemonade. Yeah. You've got a little injury. I made a little, little bit of lemonade back there in the... Uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get caught in the trap. Come on. You this is lovely. Don't get caught in that trap again. Oh, no, 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 no. No, you'll be right. This is this, this, this would be lovely for bit of barefoot but you but you oh that's another thing about my foot do you know what i realize i feel a bit stupid but i know that this is true yeah and i feel i shouldn't confess when we did that first run back do you know what hurt my toe the most go on get my running shoe on right didn't undo the laces enough oh no so it's really hurting from putting the shoe on yeah and uh, since then i've been loosening it off with Just, a bit yes. more care and attention honestly Makes driving a huge and difference. putting my shoes and socks on and off is much worse than running so I'm deciding not to do either of those things anymore. Have you reached the age, Rob, where you might have a driving shoe? <laughs> do you? Because I've started wearing comfortable trainers for the drive. And I, what I do is I, I pack my show shoes in the boot. And then when I arrive at the venue, I, cha- I take off my comfortable trainers and put on my show shoes. And that's also like a, a, a cue for me to get into show state. We sound so cool. <laughs> so very cool. I don't know. <laughs> saying today. Someone still. Oh, that's what I did. A, oh, that was. Uh, I was on the radio Bristol on Saturday morning. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just remembered about that when they phoned up to interview me, as scheduled. Right. I was expecting it. Yeah, I totally remember that. Oh, of course. Yeah. Me. Yeah, yeah. Hi, you're on oh, radio hello. Bristol. Yeah. Hi, I'm not on the M4. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did that interview. Hi, Rob. And there's that lovely. Just realised that people do. I mean, I think they're being kind. But they do have the perception of the late-night badass partying comedian. Yeah. And uh, it's not like that guy. So no. It's pretty no, no, no. I mean, I don't think many people, I don't think anyone listening to this has any illusions. No, no. They, 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 cool they, know, what, they know what they're dealing with. <laughs> Jambling alkies with busted toes with their driving hey, I'm, shoes. Hey, I've had three days off. I'm no. Clean as a whistle. <laughs> Yeah, so I need but to I really, I'm, I'm really confused. I hate, I love being decisive, you know, like a resolved situation. Yeah. But I've really been vacillating about this great North Run. Because first of all, I thought I won't be able to run. And yeah. then I ran, I thought, oh, good, I can run. And when I thought, oh, good, I can run, you I had this kind of surprise it. thought of, well, then curate that, take care, yeah. and do New York. Yes. And I thought, good, well, then stop driving and take the Great North Run out. And then I thought... Stop driving well, and put it back in again. Great North Run. So I'm yeah. flip-flopping. I'm going backs and forwards. And how are you going to get from... How would you do it? How would you do it? How do you get from Redcar to the north to the Great North Run? You don't oh, have all trains and. Well, I think that. Um, honey. Wasn't that Heathside? He the best of Heathside. Yeah, he the London Heathside. Yeah, he was a little bit younger than you, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a bit of a. Was it you in the past? <laughs> yeah. Was it you as a little boy? Mini me. He was fit. He was fit, wasn't he? Yeah. Fit and fast. Yeah, he wasn't fist. Strolling. Which is what he said. In the first no, he was. He was fist. That's what we say. Fit and fast. He was fist. Look at him. Oh, fist. <laughs> So you're wondering, you, 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 you'd, you'd take a... Um, well, I think that um, uh, uh, lovely Parkinson's UK will put me up nice. in, uh, in Newcastle. Right. And uh, so you'd get there. I'm hoping that um, lovely Neil Jolly 
it would get, get me from Red Car to Newcastle. To Newcastle, yeah. And I'm hoping that lovely promoters and charity and run people everywhere are going to sort my life out for me in general. Yeah, just give you a lift from place to place. <laughs> Hi, is that the Parkinson account? <laughs> I'm in town. <laughs> not, you're not good skittering <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I've had eight bottles of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, having said this, okay, this is... I was in there, an athlete. Yeah. On Friday night. Yeah. I don't know if you've done this gig. It's a really nice gig. Right. It's in a theatre called E Furnace. They've got a bit there, which used to be the Tin Works, and now it's uh, arts. It's classic sort of. What do you do when the industry's gone? You know, there's right. a place called Tinopolis. Yeah. There's a theatre called the Furnace, and another place called the Foundry. Anyway, little studio theatre. Yeah. In the theatre. Lovely theater theater. monthly audience, you know, slightly older. Right. The kind of people who say, Combat says, talk to someone in the audience and says, Did I talk to you last time? And they say, Yep. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just basically like yeah. a family gig. Yes. And then there was a table of new people. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, my toe's broken now because that dog <laughs> can't run ever again. <laughs> <laughs> great dog action after there? a pair of football that girl basically <laughs> in Burnley, kicked a tennis ball diagonally across in front of us as the dog chased it <laughs> yeah. so you're go. in Clenethley yeah 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 and there was a table of uh, there were two tables over on the right yeah they were chatty right they just didn't have the oh and everyone else the rest, it was the other comedians they were did. being quite gentle with them because, to right. be fair, they weren't being mean. Right. But they couldn't shut up. Right. And it was only a little gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rest of the audience, again, were being all right, but you could feel, you can yeah. kind of, when you know gigs, feel a little bit of irritation. Exactly. Particularly, very specifically, you know that the people around them. Yes. They create a zone around themselves for people who aren't enjoying the gig. Yes. So you've got, if you imagine the sort of horseshoe of the room, everyone over here is enjoying it, everyone in the middle is enjoying it. Right. Then far on the right-hand side, there's these two tables, Unrelated, but next to each other, chatting. When age, everyone age of the tables, older, older. Everyone there was a bit older. But one table was all women, right, and the other one was a couple of couples. So they were chatting out of not understanding that you're not meant to chat, or just chatting because they were having such a good time. They wanted to chat about it, or well, I think a combination of those two. Right. I think that um, the, uh, the, uh, the 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 couples table. I mean, everyone's drunk, but they were incredibly drunk. Right. I think maybe... They were two bottles of Benefit of the doubt, if they hadn't been behind the women, they might have just caught on to shutting up at the beginning right, of the right. gig. But they didn't. And they, yeah. were the, they were more fun. Right. But still loads of trouble. Yeah. But there was a guy who said, I was doing, you know, rock music. Yeah. And he said, Marillion. And then he, I went, what, Marillion? Okay. And he went, Marillion. And we all had a good laugh at how you could only understand the word Marillion. That, yes. wouldn't, that shouldn't be the most no, audible word in any sentence. No. So anyway, but they were keen. The table in front of them, there was a woman at that table and her mate who was a regular at the gig said, oh, so sorry, we never brought her before and never bring her again. I couldn't believe it. She was really, she couldn't be at a gig. She didn't right. have the skills. You know? Right, yeah, yeah. So when the other comedians were on, everything they said, that's it. She'd say, "Oh, and men, yeah, men, yeah, men, yeah, and talk to the two people next to her. Like literally, every utterance out of her mouth. So true. She talked about it to her mates at, at full volume. Right. And she was angry. She was an angry woman. Oh, oh dear. So, oh. you know, and when I got on stage, I tried to button it down, but you can't. It's only a little room. Yeah. So I said, "It's not Google Box." 
and created massive factions in the room because I was relaxed, having a good time, and all right. the people who were listening yeah. were having a good time, and I kind of facilitated their anger with the chatty people right. by not allowing it. Yeah. And then this woman went out for 20 minutes in the middle, right. came back, but she never, she literally was never not talking or doing something at any point. Right, right. You know, she couldn't, she didn't have that in her. Yeah. But she came back at the end oh, and she said, it was what you said about Parkinson's. I was offended by what you said about Parkinson's. Oh, really? So I had to put my cards on the table. Yeah. I had to say, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. And then it got quite exciting. So you, you, you told the... The, the backstory. And stuff. I gave a chapter and verse on yeah. my dad and yeah. the fact that I, last year I was Parkinson's UK's champion of running and how I've yeah. raised £100,000 for them and going to New York and running for Michael J. Fox. And, you know, I, don't, yeah. I wouldn't go on about it. Yeah, yeah, and now she you're allowed to make to jokes it. about whatever you want anyway. Exactly, and, and, yeah. and you know, it's true, I've got a joke about Parkinson's, yeah, course, but it yeah. is, it's carefully judged. Yes, yeah. And it's pr- pretty much Parkinson's approved. Yes, yeah. So... So, so, and, yeah. and, and anyway, course, so that shuts But it just goes to show because it's just how that's what people are like, isn't it? Because she, Ooh, quick, it was a lie. You know, she was angry all the way through the gig, and she never shut up. Yeah. But she reframed that right to being offended by one of the yes, jokes. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. In fact, she wasn't. She was just in a, in a rut. She had a cob on. Exactly. Cob and the birth. funny thing is, you know, she was lying. She was lying to me. Yeah. It's, you could never win that argument because she was lying to herself. Yes. She'd have argued that till bedtime. It will go this way. It's a bit easier. But that's what she didn't like about the, yes, the show. Yeah. yeah. And this is what. So did that shut her up when you came up with that reasoned response? Oh no, she got chucked out. Oh, did she? She was standing up. <laughs> We're going to talk about this now. I was going, oh, I'm a bit busy. She said, we're going to talk about it afterwards. I said, I don't think we are. I don't think so, because I'm going. <laughs> and then her friend, who I say was a regular, that was who we met afterwards. And she was crying, going, oh, I'm so sorry. I've never been so ashamed. It's really, it's really not a problem. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, it's a bit of an echo of that story you were saying the other day. Not all gigs are like this, guys. No, 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 of course. Most of the... Well, the ones we don't talk about tend to be just fantastic, don't Yeah, they? that's right. Always fantastic. No, they are. This but is the thing. This is why you have really, to call really people good. because the massive majority of people are able to sit, you know, to, to play by the rules of a gig. And if you can't, you really mess the gig up. You really do. Yeah. That's the difficult it one. When you say to really realize, realize, uh, yeah. You're lovely, you're chipping in, we like you, but you did still just kill that joke. You know, yeah, yeah, just yeah, a yeah. bit of trust. Yeah. We've got, there's a, there's a rhythm of a gig and we're in charge of it and we're good at it. Yeah, it's, it's well, I had a gig at Ryslip. The Comedy Bunker. The Comedy Bunker. Yeah. And they're quite a sort of old school, quite old crowd. And yeah. They're quite like sort of traditional gags, really. Yeah. So you could tell they were a little bit. They didn't quite know how to work me out at first. Yeah. But they were cool with it. Because you were talking and everything. Yeah, talking and routines and stuff. Yeah. But they, they were really generous and they liked it. And they were a bit chatty, but it was one of those where you just knew there was zero malevolence in anything. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. So you just rolled with it. Yeah, yeah. And it was part of the flavour of that gig always. No, there is an element. So there's some gigs that are just like that, isn't it? Exactly. And I did this. I was basically given, being pretty strict with this audience. Um, telling them to be quiet, and then you start asking them questions, you know. So there are there are real gradations of yeah. what talking you're prepared to accept. And equally, if you clock someone who's a nightmare before yeah. you even get on stage, yes, that can really kind of skew the thing. Of course, yeah. Wrong, you know. You don't yeah, want to yeah, go yeah, on yeah. cross or anything. No. Anyway, 
It's the kids, isn't it? It's gigs. Every gig's different. Yep. She's had a night out. Hasn't she she right. probably went home. Oh, I had a great time. There's I had a chat with a comic. <laughs> Big <laughs> yeah. row. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've made my night. Yeah. <laughs> I love a stand-up row. I don't know why. He was a fan of Marillion. He the was. The accent makes sense, <laughs> but why do they talk so high? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> he had a dicky toe. <laughs> I saw him limping. Hey, you just reminded me of something. Go on, man. I'd like to dedicate this week's running commentary, with your permission, mm. to the late, great Dick Gregory. Do you know who Dick Gregory is? What, the comedian? Yeah. We could dedicate it to him, yeah. Did he die recently? He died. He was old. Yes. 80s, I think. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I didn't know much about him. I've heard of him. Social activist. He was, just, he was fantastic. Yeah. He was a runner, was which is what caught my attention. Yeah, he was a fast runner. He, went, he got to... He did, I think he had a running scholarship when he was at university. Right. And he also, still a runner through his life, Muhammad Ali told a story about Dick Gregory leaving him behind when they went for a run. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, it's quite yeah. impressive. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and he was a massive social activist. He got himself shot um, by, in this kind of standoff between protesters and police. Yeah. He just walked towards the police and they shot him in the leg. Wow. And he said, see, see what you've done there now is you've shot me. Yeah. <laughs> but he was, you know, and he said, that, as Richard Pryor said, you know, that he opened the door to, yes, you know, so, like his, so that kind of socially engaged. Walking on Stand-ups. as a black comedian in yeah. an era when, when audience would just bellow uh, racial abuse and, yes. and taking a one and having a good gig. Yeah, yeah, the first sort of sort yeah. of angry black stand-up because yeah. they've been sort of sort of cheerfully ones, you know. Yeah, kind of uh, a bit of red fox or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like keep on. your head down, cut. Yeah. but he took the thing. He faced the thing he right down. And, uh, and yeah, just obviously a hero, but also a fascinating guy. As I say, yeah. a runner. Never knew he was a runner. He always had this food thing. What? He was a famous, like he made, he had a million selling a, um, dietary advice book. Right. Which was uh, um, John Lennon yeah. went after him. He, he got him to come and talk to him because obviously John Lennon was John yeah. Lennon. Yeah. So he took personal advice from Dick Gregory about what to eat, which was totally like kale powder and right. you know fruit with vegetable juices it was very early very bright yeah exactly but yeah. like decades before and yeah kind of instead of real food yeah and uh, John Lennon had it when he was trying to get clean in the 70s but as a result he met Dick Gregory who was this fascinating bloke and he credited Dick Gregory with giving him the book that made him want to write Imagine oh, that's nice. Imagine there's some meat in this kale pan. Yeah. Imagine, yeah. imagine, imagine you've I was got this. chicken. Yeah, and uh, it tastes nice. <laughs> so did he die recently, I'm Gregory? still taking heroin. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> this kale hasn't helped. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, well, I, heard, I know all this because I heard, happened to hear last word on Radio 4 last All week. right. Great but I was really, so here's to Dick Gregory. Yeah. I'm going to find a biography and find out more. He really sounded like that even all this amazing stuff is just the tip of the iceberg. That the guy was just a fascinating character. Yeah. And uh, good on him. If you're going to die, well, you are going to die. Yeah. If. <laughs> and if. it's a big if. Yeah. But that's the kind yeah. of legacy you want to leave behind. Yeah. yeah. Not the legacy of going to a place where... 
Where there's been floods and people have died and going, hey, great crowd. Yeah, <laughs> he's really, he's losing it more and more. That's so why they gave him those gloves to help and he said, oh, my hands are too big. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, Dick Gregory. So George goes to, well, he's going to Outlook Festival in Croatia tomorrow. Okay. And then he gets back and then Manchester. I'm going to Hong Kong tomorrow for a week to do some gigs. Yes, yeah, of course, Hong fun. Kong. I love Hong Kong. Yeah, I like it. I really yeah. I went for a run there. I don't know. Are you staying on Kowloon side? Where are you staying? I think so, yeah. I, I went for a run there. You can find that sort of, that park with the bike tracks off. Yeah, the yeah. It's fantastic. I really it's a park, it. but it's totally, it's a city park, isn't it? With yeah. like levels and things. And when you go through it, I mean, I think I've been in Hong Kong for a day. Real new experiences. And literally, you come around one corner and there's a band playing. A band playing on an old Chinese instrument. Yeah, yeah. And in another corner, there's someone who looks about a thousand years old doing Tai Chi. Yes, it's, that's, it's that's what I like. I like the, the physical culture. Loads of old people doing exercise and weird exercise. Awesome, weird, like bamboo and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And just weird dances. You want to come up to It is amazing, yeah. What are you doing? Because it's so other. Yeah. And the other thing is you get, you get really far away. I suppose it's sort of to do with hotter countries, but it's also just different cultures. Yeah. That sense of not knowing whether you're inside or outside. And you're kind of walk, walking down the street. Yeah. And you suddenly feel like you're in someone's house. Yes. Or you go in a restaurant and you keep on walking and... You, now you're in the dry cleaners. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now you're outside again. Everything's, whole, everything's so fluid. mashed up together as well, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So many people. It's, it is an amazing city. And that thing, if you're doing that gig on one side of the bay, yeah. staying on the other, it's really and every nice. day you take the old the, the Star Line ferry whatever, to yeah. work and look at yeah. the Hong Kong skyline. Yeah. It really is an amazing experience. Yes, yeah. I mean, important, I think. To juxtapose that with North Circle is closing at the moment. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, that, well, it's the diversity, isn't it? It's yeah, the pure diversity of it. Yeah. And, you know, when I was um, 13, I spent a few weeks walking home from school for lunch and walking back again. Yeah. It's pretty far. Yeah. You know, I had time for about four minutes in the house. Yeah, quick sandwich in the and, back. It was the repetition. I just thought, I'm gonna, this is going to kill me. Right. It's doing this walk <laughs> twice, you know, um, ten times in a week. Yeah. It's going to make my brain fall out of my head. And I've always had that fear of that. So this mashing up that we get, this kind of ADD, new things happening all the time. No, it's it beautiful. Is really, it's worth everything. Very lucky, yeah. Well, I'm, and then I'm off to Dubai in a few weeks after that, and then I'm back in Hong Kong, Singapore in November. Brilliant. So there's a fair bit of travel. Well, great. You'll be in, Hong, you'll be in New York. So, and look, it's, we really appreciate it when you get in touch and say, oh, put the long ones all into one episode, or I've caught up, I'm only getting one a week. But I think realistically, with my broken toe and Paul's diary, we're unlikely to go to more than one a week anytime soon, are we? It's... <laughs> it's it's amazing that people go back to the start and start listening again. Oh, bless them. It is, uh, no, it, it's fantastic. We do get some lovely feedback. But, you know, it you really should is head nice. back there. And just, if you, if you have caught up, just go back, because we're so wise. You know, there's nuggets oh. of wisdom in there. Oh, everyone's uh, a joy. You know. Everyone's a I've, joy. I've listened to myself, and I've learned <laughs> so much. <laughs> we couldn't do more than one a week. No. 
Well, I mean, we could, but it'd take a lot of organising. And, yeah. <laughs> and it's a bit chaotic, isn't it? I mean, it? we could, but we might end up, uh, what's the word, divorced. Yeah, and, we'd, and, we'd, and, we'd, and we run so, we tend to run so slowly when we do it yeah, that's right. our, our performance times quickly go south. Oh, good Lord. Oh, my God. Good but then, and the thing is, I, I find it really hard not to run fast. Yeah, yeah. I can, you know, <laughs> when I go running, yeah, I think you're dissing Thomas specifically. <laughs> I can only run fast. I, can't, I, can't, I literally can't run slow. I, just, I went out to take it easy. I was, uh, Twenty minutes for five k. I was out to slow down. I couldn't. <laughs> oh, discussion the other day. This wasn't a listen. This was uh, Rigglesworth from Public Service Broadcasting. But I all right. Yeah. So I thought it was an interesting one. Well, first of all, oh, about the graveyard. Yeah, but the first of all is because no one wants to see this running in the park. Like I was talking about being fat and sweaty. Right. And I thought that was his big mistake. Yeah. Because of course, anyone run is good running. Of course. Whenever I see any runner, you think, go for it. You know, yeah, I really absolutely. do. I'm not. That's not a. No, no, not same here. Same here. Yeah. I don't think people have a problem with any body shape going for a run. I think no. they find it inspiring. And if they do, irregardless. they are in the wrong. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, if they do. They're the problem. They're the problem. They're the problem. You, yeah. sir, are the problem. So, but anyway, we're saying, is it okay to run a graveyard? And do you know what? I don't think I would. In the run, same way that I wouldn't run in the church, you know? I, I wouldn't... It's a respectful... I wouldn't specifically think, he's 500 metres round the graveyard, let's do four times one kilometre reps yeah, yeah, with 30 yeah. second recovery, really go for it. But if I found myself having to run through the graveyard to somewhere else... I might do it respectfully, but yeah, 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 I wouldn't right. set out to... Yeah. You just you just put a little habit on and yeah. put, yeah, fold your hands together and just yeah. walk through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you scare anyone when you're there... But it's a know, place to respect, of course. And, it is, and yeah. I totally... Loads of people are like, yeah, no, no problem. And, and I respect that as well. But I was thinking, I was thinking yeah, I wouldn't. No. Like you say, I think I've cut through. Yeah. Specifically, there is one. If you follow the cycle path out of Highbury and Islington... Towards like Regent's Park, you end up going through a little churchyard there. Right, there. right, yeah. And there's a path along the edge of that. But literally, I remembered it because I ran through there once and felt bad. Yes. So it's hallowed turf, isn't it? You don't. Yeah, want and it. it's there might be someone in there who's grieving someone. It's funny yes, how some of course, the people yeah. who are negative are always a bit scary, but I don't mind. So it's not because it's scary. No, it's just respect, isn't it? It's also. basic respect. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so glad we sorted that one out. What else? Yeah. Dealt with. What else? I've that. Here's another one. Go on. Here's one. Go on. On Twitter the other day, yeah. I noticed. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch the athletics? Um, oh, are we talking about... Um, Hedgehog. No, go on. Did you note... Well, they, during the athletics this year, there was a... Uh, Hedgehog. There was Hedgehog. It was a sort of mascot right. for, the, uh, for the games in London. And they slaughtered it at the end ritually. No, it was just a kind of... Just a cheerful little mascot. Right. And I remember feeling quite irritated by the hedgehog. Yeah. I mean, I, I think... Because he th- was a bit of a prick. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean yeah, it was, but it, it was sort of... I suppose they try to it sell... A man a, in a suit? Yeah, it was a man in a hedgehog suit. Okay. So it's people try to sell the idea of athletics and make it more friendly and yeah. by having a hedgehog or whatever. Yeah. But I think it was the guys who'd just beaten the British 4 by 100 metre relay record. Yeah. I think they've run the fastest time ever yeah. by uh, by uh, UK yeah. athletes. Just got the, the they get the gold medal, the gold or the silver medal. Yeah. Sorry that I can't remember. And um, they're just queuing for the they're having the photos. They can buy these 
by the time, you know, the thing, the clock showing the time. Yeah. Which is a record. This thing that they've trained for for years and years, a culmination of years of hard work. Yeah. Blooming hedgehog in the, you know, wants his photo with them as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, so when they have that in, on the on the mantelpiece, you know, when they're 100 years old and look back on the greatest day of yeah. their lives, what's blooming hedgehog doing? Hedgehog photo bomb. Yeah, it's sort of. It just feels a bit childish, but I'm, I, I, I think that's me being a bit curmudgeon. No, I don't mean. I mean, I went to um, the Natural History Museum the other day. He wasn't there, was he? I mean, he was there. Yeah. <laughs> he's, you know, he's just getting around. <laughs> And he, but I ran after him, he just ran into the ball. So I ran him over. Very hard to tap to, yeah. Um, no, it just seemed like, you know, it was just brutally dumbed down. Yes, yeah. It, it's like we were saying, you know, that, you know, museum's called a museum because it's a place you go to think, it makes you think, makes you muse, right? Yeah, reflect on the past sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, or on whatever. Yeah. And uh, you just can't imagine anyone philosophical or academic or just like in any way educated including self-educated going into the natural history museum as they've got it set up right and going oh that's really made me think yes you know, in yeah, the same yeah. way you wouldn't open a children's book and and yet that, and let that set you off you know what I yes mean? It's, yeah, yeah. It's so primary colored right and laid out as if they're basically as if they're expecting idiots yes it's a fascinating collection it's full of great stuff so I could see past it and really enjoy it, but I felt offended and patronised by the tone. It's weird, isn't it? It is, it is not one because there's that thing of uh, with with athletics now, where they where they appear from behind a, an image of their national flag, yeah. and then they stop and kind of introduce themselves, and it's like they've got to do a pose or something. Like gladiators. Yeah, it's like. I mean, I don't even like that. I mean. They shouldn't have to be thinking what pose am I going to use before this race. I, I find, no, no, no. I just find it a bit weird. But, but that, but that's a major losing battle. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. But my argument is, they shouldn't have to be, they shouldn't have to be personalities. No, absolutely. They just try to run fast. No, and I think it's. Do they, like, I find it weird. Of... Does this make it more entertaining, or would no, we be no. more entertained if they, if everyone was better athletes and having really good races? No, and I think <laughs> I'm about to uh, do that thing where I have to be careful how lefty I sound, but. I think it's a slightly function of on life. Because for me, I think of that and I link back to the lack of arts funding. Right. And the way it's much harder to do the kind of uh, GCSEs and A-levels and uh, degrees I did and people in my generation. Right. Did, where you kind of can feel supported as you go. You know, the fact that you don't get... It's really difficult to be a working-class actor these days. Yes, yeah. Because the funding and everything isn't there. Yeah. And when you look at the culture... The icons are all uh, athletes. Right. And people say, it's brilliant for you to do sport, and it's really yeah. good for your society and your soul and your group. Yeah. And this is true, but only for some people. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not for everyone. You know? Yeah. Not every woman in Britain should be growing up to become Jessica Ennis. No, no. They're different kinds of people. Yeah. It takes every kind of, of course, yeah. to make what life's about. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I suppose the kids have got Mary Beard, haven't they? Well, they have a bit. Yeah. They've got some yeah. for it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm So, do you want to run up? I'll give you a lift home. All right, let's do it. Let's do that. Well, let's keep running, though, because we're doing great. Yeah, this is nice. It's a nice little amble, isn't it? Certainly in terms of... It's been a good hungover recovery run. Yeah, how do you feel? I mean, I think... It's all right. My head feels a bit mush. It's just a bit... You just feel a bit stupid, don't you? You just know... I'm going to have to do 
loads of practical things today because I've prepared Hong Kong. Yeah. It's just... No, but in a way, I've started now, if I, if I am, on the very, 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 very rare occasions when I am hungover. Yeah, yeah, very rare. I like to do admin. I mean, once a week. Yeah. I like to do... <laughs> I like to do admin. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's non-taxing, isn't it? I gotta, I'm distracted because this camber is killing me. Is it? Oh, I was yeah. just going to say how great it was on my toe and everything. Yeah. The side-sloping path. It's a nightmare, but we're up it, crossing this jagging road. Where was it? Did I tell anyone in the end? I can't remember. I might be repeating myself. Come on. But someone said, don't keep the secret path in Vinzy Park secret from us. And so, okay, so here it is. Yeah. Station place exit of... Finsbury Park Station, where the Arsenal fan shop is. Yes. If you come out of Finsbury Park, yes. stay next to the railway, yes. cross the road, just past Finsbury Park Station on your right, opposite you there, across the road, there's a flight of steps, isn't there? Yeah, go up the steps. Go up the steps. And there you have it. It's no secret. So you've got to, you can't do proper admin, you've got to check your passports in date and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and there's a few financy things I've got to do. That, that mostly company with crying. Yeah. And then... Yeah, just yeah. get myself together and get on Kong. Do some nice gigs. Yeah, well, don't forget to watch some terrible, terrible films on your way over. Yeah. I'm going to... Uh, tell you, this much about nothing was really great. It was really special. I mustn't forget that. So there we go. That was great. Thank you. Me. Thank you for joining us on the run. I hope you had a good one. I hope you had a nice run. Hey, the weather's got nicer. Is it's it really autumn nice. or is it not autumn? What's your... What's your I, I, I like running in autumn. I love it, yeah. I find this slightly high temperature tiresome. I'd rather go out in the cold with a light rain. That's one thing that I like about running those, is it places you in a wonderful relationship with the seasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a wonderful relationship with you. Um, we, we ran five very slowly. and a quarter miles. Yeah. Very slowly. Um, but I'd already but we enjoyed mile. every step. And you'd already, you're already run a bit. Yes, I'm and I am right. two bottles in, so... Yeah, well done. And uh, we're going to get a picture of us yeah. next to this. Your neighbours cut their hedge brilliantly. Oh, very nice. Yeah, the neighbours. Yeah. We really get that, because that is beautiful. Morning, magpie. Is there just one magpie or is there another one? Ooh. Come on, other magpie. Ooh. Ooh. Damn it. So, so superstitious. I'm gonna, that's the magpie by mistake. Look, there, no, don't bother with that. Just get the selfie thing on. Look at that hedge. Keep in touch. I'll let you know whether I do the Great North Run or not. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry champagne, 
Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Captain, 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 Captain,